Happy Monday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you've had a great weekend. And of course, I am so excited to be here with you all as we get ready to rev up another week. And of course, as we close out the five-part series that we've been doing on Red Flags specifically, around potential signs of domestic abuse and violence. So that being said, I got something really good for y'all today, but before we get there, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our new listeners. Maybe this is your first time or one of your few first times tuning in. I want to say thank you and I want to ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And of course, for our returning listeners, my dream team, any amount of time that you've been here with me, thank you so much for your continued support. Please continue to share the good word of the Between the Dream podcast. Thank you for all of you that have reached out. Oh, excuse me. Thank you to all of you that have reached out to me um, just about how good this series has been around these potential red flags as it pertains to the work that we're doing for the month of October, um, which is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, right? And so we want to make sure that we are giving out all the information and the help that we can because you never know somebody might be in need. Maybe that somebody is you. Maybe it's somebody around you. But either way, we want to be proactive rather than reactive with this. And I think that this is a great start point, a starting point for us to do so. So that being said, let's go ahead and get ready to jump into this. But I do want to say that whether it is you or somebody that you know, um, we want to be very, very mindful of the fact that help does exist, that help is here, and that you deserve help, right? But then also, too, I think even greater than that, you never know what kind of help you can be to someone else, right? You never know what kind of love you could be to someone else, right? You have so much power within yourself to be able to really help somebody else in a moment's time, even if it's just simply you being aware uh, of what to look for, because you never know, you might be put in a situation where you've got to be able to see it. So with that being said, let's jump right into this. So today we are talking in part five about things to look out for when it comes to how your partner or potential partner treats others, right? And this is so important because a lot of times we don't always pay attention to potential abuse from the standpoint of the relational aspect of the person that we might end up being with and how they interact with other people, right? And this goes deeper than just saying, I am with somebody who doesn't necessarily care for people from the standpoint that they might be introverted and they're not necessarily a people person, right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not just talking about individuals that deal with social anxiety. This is completely different. I'm talking about people who are disrespectful evil and mean to other people right like some folks are vindictive and they go out of their way to do this and be this some people just have it in their heart and it's a natural part of them for whatever reason some people are hurt and maybe they look at the world from their past experiences or their current experiences well everybody's bad everybody's got a motive and i'm just trying to beat them to the punch whatever it might be 
we got to understand that we will have individuals who will be just disrespectful and mean to other people, right? And I think this is something to pay attention to, right? So when we talk about red flags, right? You want to look, you want really want to look into individuals that don't treat other people with respect, right? Maybe this comes through the form of they carry this like attitude that they're just better than everybody around them, that the world revolves around them. And because of that, everybody has to bow to their beck and call, right? Um, maybe they are individuals who they don't necessarily care for a particular people group, right? Maybe they've grown up in a family or a culture that was highly prejudiced or racist, right? These are real things to pay attention to, right? Um, and then understanding how, like, in the interaction with people that they might uh, deem as uh, less than or subservient to them, pay attention to those interactions, pay attention to how they talk about certain people groups, how they talk about minority groups, how they talk about uh, women or men or whatever the case might be. We've got to be really, really mindful um, in this, right? I would even say relationally, not just people that they don't know, but I would even say pay attention to the people that they do know. If they have siblings or cousins, um, how do they treat them? How do they treat the younger ones? How do they treat the ones that maybe they're bigger than or maybe they have more quote unquote status than, right? Something that I think deserves um, maybe an extra eye from us every, every now and again um, when it comes to how they treat the people around them, right? Are they constantly bashing them? Are they tearing them down? Are they never speaking positive? Are they doing things to a malicious intent where it is bullying or to the point where they're causing like anger and frustration and sadness and tears, whatever it might be? Um, I think this is one thing to pay attention to. The next thing that I want to give you all too is the level, and this kind of goes back into the first point of doesn't treat other well uh, with respect, excuse me, but you want to be mindful too when it comes to seeing how they empathize, right? Is there a level of empathy within them or, or do they find themselves more on the scale of being insensitive to people when it comes to what they go through in their struggles, what they're currently dealing with? If I've literally been around folks where they will down talk people that deal with or talk bad about, excuse me, individuals who deal with depression or mental health struggles like suicide, right? Or the ideation of it, right? Not having an understanding for it and being completely insensitive. This is something that you want to pay attention to when we talk about how they interact and treat other people, how they maybe possibly disrespect other people. For those of you all, because life throws us so many different opportunities when it comes to relationships, right? And one of the big areas that you want to pay attention to specifically in relationships are individuals that you might end up getting with <clears throat> that have children. How do they treat their children? How do they talk to their children? Are they placing um, ridiculously high expectations on their children that that, you know, in your mind are completely unattainable? Um, do they curse at their children? Do they down talk them from a standpoint of calling out all of their flaws as a child, calling out their weaknesses and maybe teasing them about it? Are they verbally and emotionally abusive to their children? Are they physically abusive to their children? Do they punish their children? Um, I think these are things to pay attention to as well. And and sometimes even, I mean, yes, children, but I mean, too, I've, I've even been around some spaces where I, I think I did a podcast episode on this a while back with that guy who um 
who punched his dog when I was sitting out on the waterfront. This might have been earlier this year, late last year. But um, I was talking about that guy who punched his dog for being a dog, which was that there was a neighbor in front of me sitting in the car throwing out breadcrumbs to the birds. And it just so happened he was throwing them out on the pathway where the birds and people both share the space. And at the time, there were no birds. And this one random guy's walking up with his dog. And his dog ends up eating a piece of the bread as he sniffed it out and saw it. And then the guy punched his dog. And then next thing you know, um, the, the neighbor in the car ended up calling him out for it. And the guy who punched his dog got mad at the neighbor and tried to like go at it with him. I mean, but this is a perfect example of seeing how and what their level of cruelty looks like even when it comes to pets, right? Like it might seem simple and silly to some, but it's very real, right? How do they treat their children? How do they treat anything or anybody within their care? within their control or possession, right? How do they treat them? And then finally, too, the last uh, space of red flags is that I want us to be mindful of individuals that while they might have dealt with trauma or hurt or pain, or maybe they just, they went through a cycle of hearing this growing up. And because of that, they've kind of fallen into it. But you want to really start paying attention to potential red flags of how life is always somebody else's fault situations are always on somebody else right the blame game if you will right um but in moments and times where i mean and i've dealt with this in, in personal relationships as well that had toiled around abuse and even working with other individuals who've dealt with abuse right one of the big things is that um you you get like the the blaming of like well i hit you because you made me do x y and z or um, I, I'm, I'm punishing you because you made me mad and you, I'm giving you the silent treatment for now. Or, um, even to the degree of like, I remember me when I was younger as a young teen, you know, this idea that somebody can control how you feel. Right. And so the excuse was, um, I'm doing this because you control me because I just love you that much. That's not a reality. Right. And we've got to start looking at this and being very mindful of these types of situations and moments as well. Um, and then even the manipulation that comes with that, too. Right. The, the manipulation that comes with if I blame you, if I tell you things like um, you are you're bringing me pain or hurt because you're not listening to me or because you're not doing what I ask or stuff like that. That can really be um, nestled in a lot of manipulation as well. And then what it causes us to do from time to time in these types of relationships is literally walk on eggshells, living on eggshells in what is supposed to be a highly enjoyable and love filled space. So these are just a few red flags when we talk about how they treat others and then how they point the fingers at others not taking responsibility these red flags can be very important when we talk about being mindful of potential abusive relationships so that being said let's make sure look if you need to go back and listen to the first four episodes please do so but let's make sure that we are taking time to be mindful to be to be attentive to um, be present because we are around people on a daily who live through these levels of hurt, who live through these levels of trauma, who live through these levels of 
issues, right? And whether you know it or not, it could be some of your closest peers. It could be some of your closest friends. It can literally be individuals that you spend so much time with on a day-to-day and not realize that, wow, you're going through this, right? Pay attention to your friends when when they are opening up to you about conversations that have to do with their relationships because of the fact that you might actually be sitting in a moment in time where one of these red flags actually pops up. And for the person that you're talking to, maybe in their mind, they think it's okay. Maybe for them, it's a, it's a space of normalcy, not realizing that this is a space of dysfunction that should not be, right? And so I just want us to be safe in this. I want us to be mindful because you never know how you might be a catalyst in helping somebody else. And I just want us to be ready, to be on call, to be intentional in these moments because people need what we have. And sometimes we don't need to have all of the answers. Sometimes we just need to be present. When we talk about the idea of um, prevention around anything, mental health, domestic abuse, our physical health, all of these things that, that, that can have a level of prevention to it, it, it is literally our presence that helps in prevention. It is our knowledge that helps in prevention. It is us being there and a- available that helps in moments of prevention. If this episode helped, please make sure you share it, share it with a friend, a family member, share it on social media, tag me, reach out to me, let me know. My Instagram is Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. Twitter is at Truly Taylor Made. And of course, my website, richardtaylorjr.com. There, you can find everything you need from me as far as everything is concerned. And that is all of my merchandise, my books, speeches, whatever it might be. Um, please take the time to go ahead and check it out. I can't wait to talk to you all for our midweek message on Wednesday as we close out the month of October. Can y'all believe it? We got two months left. Listen, if y'all ready for me to play some Christmas music, leave me a message and let me know somewhere because I think I might start every episode off with a Christmas jam from here on out. I love y'all. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.